Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Happy Hour. Oh my, I am so excited for this episode. I can't wait. Today, we are joined by Rachel Ratke. Thank you for coming on. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. So I guess just... Tell us a little bit about you, if people haven't seen your YouTube before, seen your Instagram or everything, where you're from, like where you live now. Okay, so I am from Georgia. My name's Rachel Racky. Um, I have a YouTube and Instagram. Um, I think it's just Rachel Racky on YouTube. And then my Instagram is Rach Racky. And I'm from Georgia. I went to college at UGA. I've just got engaged. So I've been kind of moving all around but now I'm currently in Fort Collins with my fiance he travels for work so we're in Colorado which has been like a huge change and adjustment but so fun so yeah I know I can't wait to hear like all about your move and just sort of like adjusting to that you guys before we were on the mic Rachel and I were just chatting for so long I feel like we're in really (laughs) similar situations with our guys jobs being like yes for sure so hectic (laughs) yeah basically I've known of you for a while now I feel like I came across one of your vlogs definitely like at first and I want to say you were like going to the beach or something I feel like it was a beach vlog like maybe you were back home And I was like, she's so cute. Wait, I think I thought you were from Florida, but you're from Georgia. Yeah, so my I'm from Georgia. And then my, when I was in college, my parents moved to Florida. So that's why like half my vlogs are beach vlogs. Because okay. when quarantine hit and all that, I just like spent the whole summer in Florida. So everyone always thinks that I'm like from Florida. And like, that's where I grew up. But I actually grew up in Georgia. That's how Dylan and I met. And then now my parents live at the beach. So we just like go there a lot. And I always like vlog and stuff with family and stuff. Because I just love like the memories of the beach. Like I love being able to look back and like see all those vlogs. I just always am filming. (laughs) That's so fun. I freaking wish I was from Florida or I can't believe you were in Florida for like all of quarantine. That's so nice. I bet like everyone else wishes they were there. It was so fun. (laughs) I know. It was really nice. Like on the beach every day. Where in Florida? I live in Port St. Joe. It's like an hour and a half from like rosemary um seaside people are like familiar with like owl beach places like that Mm -hmm. but it was nice actually during um like the beginning of when COVID hit they actually closed all the beaches down so you can even go on them but it was still nice being able to like be in nice weather and like be with family at least so Mm -hmm. we all just like quarantined together so that was nice yeah I was gonna say when you were at UGA were you like close to your family then from your since you're from Georgia but since they moved you were like farther yeah, I was close to them for like one and a half semesters, I think. And then mm-hmm. they ended up moving. But I was UJ's campus from my like childhood house that I grew up in was like an hour and 45. So it wasn't far at all, mm-hmm. which was nice to be able to just like go home for the weekend. But yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I have to get on a plane or I have to drive 27 hours because I'm like across the country. So oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, crazy. You're like, okay, we're going to fly and not drive 27 hours. I know. <laughs> 
And other than that, I feel like I've just kept up with you and like heard about you more because Rachel and I are with the same management. So I feel like we're just a part of like the same little family. And I was telling her too, how I always think of like guests that I want on the podcast and I knew I wanted her on because I feel like we're very similar and obviously like in similar situations in life. I'm trying to think of when I found you on social media. I think I was following Maggie and then I saw like you guys on a trip and I was like, oh my God, who's her friend? She's so cute. <laughs> and then I have been following you. And then I realized we were with the same management. Well, I think I followed you before I signed with them. And then mm-hmm. after I signed, I like went onto their website to see like other girls with them and you were on there. And I was yeah. like, oh, cute. <laughs> Aww, it's kind of how we know each other. It's funny that I haven't met you in person. Like, I feel like I have, I feel like I know you, but one day. I know it makes me sad because I feel like we would probably have met in person by now if it, the world wasn't like the way it was the past year yeah. or whatever. But because I remember right when I signed, I think like the first trip I was going to do was Coachella. And I'm like, oh. sure you would have been on that. And then it got canceled. And I was like, dang it. Like I've never been to Coachella yet. And I'm like, mm-hmm. of course, the past two years it's been canceled. But I'm like, the day that Coachella happens for me, I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. It's crazy. It's a lot. That's funny because I remember right before like when we were like planning and everything I was like oh my gosh I don't even know if I want to like go this year it's just so like the whole week is so that seems so dumb to say but it's like just a lot like it's very draining like you're always sick after from I've heard like, that. all the yeah. dust and like it's I've really fun, a lot of but people it, like, say it's like that yeah it just drains you and you're like in the desert and so I'm like oh I don't know if I want to go and then no one had a choice anyway and I got canceled so I know <laughs> I feel like if you've never been, it's like you want to go to see how it is. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, I see how it is, like, through other people's stuff. And I'm like, I yeah. really want to just, like, experience it once. But then I see people talk about it. And then they're, like, sick for, like, days after because they have, like, yes. dust all in their, like, head and nose and all that. And I'm, like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, no good way to get out. Oh, my God. You, like, fly to LAX. And then there's, like, a three-hour car ride that's actually, like, six because there's so much traffic. And everyone, like, takes a red eye home. And you're just, like, sick. <laughs> It's yeah, definitely like exactly. glamorized on like Instagram <laughs> yeah, and YouTube. Like it is fun, sure. but everyone sees like the highlight reel. You don't see like how like messy and like crazy it can be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I feel like that's with anything though. Like any, I feel like that's just how social media is like a highlight reel. I feel like I feel like though more now people are making it more like showing more normalized stuff and like mm-hmm. unedited stuff. Like I try not to even like put a filter on my photos and like all that because I feel like it can be so toxic, but I also like, feel like it cannot be. I feel like it can be a place that can help people who maybe don't have like an older sibling or like someone like that. So I always think of it like trying to like help people that are like in need of advice or like entertainment, people who are like at home bored or sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. that's probably how you feel too. And I feel like you come across very like, like how we talked an hour before. I feel like I was just like watching one of your videos. Like, it's so like, you know, that the way your videos are is how you are in person. And I feel like you can't really hide that over on YouTube. Like, I feel like you can't, like, you can't filter yourself on YouTube. You can't like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can cut out things that you don't want people to hear that you said, but at the same time, it's like very, just like you're talking to yeah. your friends, you know, I, I feel like now when I started, it's so funny. Cause I'll go back and watch my old videos and I'm like, Oh my God, so cringy. Cause I'm like trying so hard to like say the perfect thing. And now I'm just like, yeah. roll out of bed. I'm like, Hey guys. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, so I'm like, I can't believe I'm putting myself out there like this. But then I'm like, also, this is just how I am. So like, why am I going to like put on a full face makeup every day when that's Mm -hmm. not like what I normally do? So I know I agree with you. Social media has definitely like gotten better with people just showing more realness because Mm -hmm. 
it's so bad when someone only shows like the perfect things or like having a good Instagram feed is like fine, but it's like also be real. I feel like YouTube's good for that. Like a day or two ago, I was like crying and I was like, I'm just going to vlog. This is relatable. Like everyone has bad days. Like it's fine. Exactly. And I feel like people enjoy seeing that because then it kind of makes them feel like they're not like the only one that's doing that. Like I've had a really hard past couple months with like moving and adjusting. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, moving across the country has been an absolute dream. Like, I love it here. Like, yeah, I love it here. But there's also days where I lay in bed and I'm like, oh my God, I don't have anyone to hang out with. Like, what am I supposed to do today? You know? So, and I feel like people like to see that because some people might be in the same boat or position. Oh my God, we could just chit chat this whole episode. I know. (laughs) Not even have any questions. I feel like we could talk forever. But um, before we really get into it, how about you tell us something that you're happy about this week? And then if you have like a favorite happy quote, happy idea, my listeners know we always do this. So cute. Okay. I, something I'm happy about this week. So today we're recording this on a Monday and Thursday I'm leaving for New York to go um, wedding dress shopping for my birthday with my mom. So I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. My birthday's on Friday. So I can't wait. I'm so excited to try on dresses. I feel like trying on a wedding dress is something like obviously every girl thinks about like their whole life and I feel like I've been so busy and like MIA with like the whole wedding planning because just like the move and there's just been a lot of things that have come before it but I'm so excited to like dedicate a whole weekend just to like wedding dress shopping and just like hanging out with my mom and stuff because I feel like I haven't seen her a lot so I'm super excited about that and then a happy quote let's see um I'm not someone who has like a ton of favorite quotes, but there is like one quote, which is like, so everyone obviously knows what it is, but I think it's just so important. Um, Like treat everyone how you want to be treated, treat others how you want to be treated. Um, The golden rule, I guess. Uh, I just think it's so important because at the end of the day, it's like, it really just speaks for itself. You know, I don't want, if you don't want to be talked to poorly, then don't talk to others poorly. And it's also like, I always think you never know what someone else is going through. Like you don't know the type of day that they've been having or the week they've been having. So like, why say something negative or rude? Or like, even like if it's through a computer screen, I feel like nowadays a lot of people hide behind a computer screen and like say negative things. And it's like, you literally don't know what I am personally going through or like what you're personally going through. So like, why say something so negative to someone? It's just like unnecessary. And I just think like, if you wouldn't want that said to you, then like, don't say it to others. (laughs) Totally. I feel like it's so basic, but it's so important, you know? Yeah, no, I know. But that's so good for people to like actually think about because I feel like everyone hears it and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay. But then if you actually think about it, it's like, okay, how you treat others is such a reflection of you and like makes you look bad mm-hmm. if you're treating others poorly and like other people see that. So I get like something negative or someone says something like kind of in a rude tone or something. I'm like, okay, they, they don't know what I'm going through. Like I need to just take it differently but like also at the same time it's like they also need to think like they don't know what I'm going through so they like just be kind to people I feel like it's so it's easier said than done but also if you really think about it it's not that hard to be kind to people I'm so excited for you that you're going I was going to ask you why you're going to New York that is so fun with your mom I know I'm so excited hopefully it goes well I'm kind of sad though because like my two sisters can't come because of like the protocols and stuff, which I totally understand. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm like, it's so weird that like my sisters won't be able to like be in the room and whatever. But I also feel like I'm the type of person, like at the end of the day, I'm going to like pick what I like feel most confident in and the best in. Um, so we're just going to yeah. do like a group FaceTime. We'll see. I'm really excited though. I haven't been to New York in like so long, like since I was like probably in middle school. 
so I'm yeah. excited to like go with my mom and see it and stuff. Oh so. my god, I want to go. That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see like what dress you get. Are you gonna vlog? You probably won't show like the one you get, but if you show like other ones you're trying on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna do like a um like a birthday weekend slash wedding dress shopping, and I'll definitely like vlog as much as I can and like dresses that I try on. But I think I am gonna save like the one I pick obviously oh, for like the it. wedding day just because I don't think that Dylan watches my videos actually I like no he doesn't because I feel like I post so many it's like he couldn't keep up but I feel yeah. like if I were to like post my wedding dress he would like find it and watch it and I like want it to be a surprise I feel like everyone does so yeah I'm excited though what <laughs> if we end up in the same we could totally end up in the same city someday like if Max I plays know. hockey wherever Dylan coaches or something we end up as like neighbors that's so funny I know I have a few friends who like their husband's coach like like three or four of them and they're always like can we please end up in the same town I'm like uh yeah I would love that I'm like I wish we could pick where we end up but that's just like not how it works obviously I know right that would be so fun okay let's start from the top so you go to UGA did you know that you always wanted to go there or did you like look at a bunch of different schools so I actually had like the hardest slash like worst experience with like starting college so I graduated high school and I actually like didn't even apply for any colleges because I had like a plan I grew up dancing so I had a plan to move to LA and just like pursue the whole like dance side like dance modeling all that and then Dylan and I started dating beginning of my senior year and it was his junior year so he still had a whole nother year of high school Mm -hmm. um which I don't want to say that he like held me back but I just I just was too much of a homebody to move all my stuff to LA and not even really have like a purpose to be there yet. Like I didn't have like a job lined up or anything like that. So I kind of just like kept putting on the back burner and I just did like little things at home for like work and all that. And then he ended up graduating high school early and he went to NC State in North Carolina. And so we were long distance. I was living at home um, doing online college. I ended up like enrolling in just like some online school just to like get started um because he kind of like encouraged me to like start school he was like even if you don't end up using it like it's something nice to have like under your belt Mm -hmm. so he was there I was at home and like every weekend I would literally like work throughout the week and save up my money and then like use it to go see him every weekend so it was just Mm -hmm. like kind of crazy so then I ended up actually moving to Raleigh like my sophomore year of college and going to school there we lived in different apartments, but we weren't long distance. And then obviously out of state tuition is like a ton of money. So I knew I wanted to finish school. I was already like halfway done, but I didn't want to have like all of those like loans and all that, that I know so many people deal with. Um, it's really nice. So in Georgia, they have a thing called Hope Scholarship. So if you keep over, I think it's a 3.0, they might've like upped it, but they pay for like over 70% of your tuition if you um, live in Georgia. So I just ended up applying to UGA because I I didn't have the grades to get into Georgia out of high school. So that's kind of why I went a different route. But then I really like focused on my grades and kept them up. And so I applied to transfer in and I got in. So then my junior year and senior year, I went to UGA. So I transferred like twice, went to three schools, but I'm honestly so glad that I ended up going to Georgia because I had like a lot of high school friends there. I made a lot of friends. I joined the dance team. So that was like my life for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And then after I graduated college, I like immediately moved to Raleigh and then Dylan and I moved in together because he was still finishing up football. And now we're in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so in we surprise, we're in everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah, I never knew that. I assumed that you just like went to UGA for all four years. Like I had no idea. That's so cool. So when you, so you did online and then when you were in Raleigh, is that where NC State is? Like, did you go to NC State for a year, like for your sophomore year? Yes. And it, it was hard. And, and I'm glad that we're talking about it because I feel like a lot of people struggle going from high school to college. They're like, they just feel kind of lost because it's such a big change. Like it's such a big new chapter for a lot of people. And I want to like say it's not like, it's not unnormal to transfer a lot. Like I feel like mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, if I have to transfer, that makes me lame or like that makes me dumb or something like that. Like it really is not, if you want to stay at home and you feel like you're not ready and you want to take online classes or you feel like you know exactly where you want to go and then you end up not really loving it, definitely give it a chance to make sure. Cause at first everyone is always like, I feel like sad moving to school and stuff. But mm -hmm. once you've like given it a chance and like, you're still like, this place doesn't feel like it's for me. Like transferring isn't like a shameful thing. I feel like it, it has like a bad rep. But I, I mean, it isn't like smooth sailing, obviously. It's hard because you come in. I remember I came in in the spring semester. So everyone was already like in their friend group and all that. But definitely like joining the dance team helped. I also was in a sorority for like a, a year. I think I was in it. But I ended up like dropping because the dance team took up like all my free time. And like that's where all my friends were anyway. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was fun. But I definitely like didn't have like the four years in the sorority like great college experience that I feel like a lot of people just like expect to happen um mm -hmm. it's not like that for everyone and I feel like it's normal for it not to be like that but I feel like like I want to tell people that because I feel like a lot of people are like oh my god I'm I want to go to Alabama and they're halfway through and they hate it and then they feel like they can't transfer because it's like shame upon but it's also different I feel like schools in the south like big SEC schools are like a different level of like <laughs> college so totally. I feel like it's very like cut through like I remember even rushing I feel like it was like I, I remember calling my mom I'm like I feel like I'm like in the hunger games mm -hmm. I'm like this is like intense like I don't know how it is like where you went to school and stuff like with sororities and stuff but in the south I remember it being very like it's very sorority based which I love yeah. like I think sororities are great and it's a great way to make friends and stuff but it's just very very cutthroat <laughs> yes I know I feel like compared to northern schools or at least at PU Greek life is so relaxed like you can be in it you don't have to be in that at all like most people aren't and then I would hear from my cousin who goes to USC like University of South Carolina oh, and yeah. she would be like oh my god it's so insane like it's a different world down here like mm -hmm. certain sororities will only have girls like that are from down south or like sir and I'm like oh my god like that seems so scary like the hunger games like you were saying like it's weird. <laughs> it's funny too because like my mom's whole side and my dad's whole side is from minnesota so like all my cousins are mostly in minnesota and they're always like wait you guys are in a sorority like we don't even have that here i'm like what i'm like sorority is like the main thing of college down here it's like the biggest thing like people like i know a lot of girls like are so excited to graduate high school because they're like i wonder what sorority i'm going to be in like i can't wait to rush which is so fun and so great but, you know, it's not for everyone and it's totally okay that it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. I feel like some girls like get into it and then they're like, oh my God, like, I don't feel like I fit in here. And like, that's totally fine. Like you can find friends other ways, like join a sport, join a club. Like there's so many things that like big colleges offer, which I think is great. So I know the dance team, like you did, that's good. We talked about Greek life. Cause I was going to ask you about that. And another thing I want to ask you, I don't, what was your major? I don't even know what your major was. 
I was advertising and then I did a certificate in business or like okay. marketing ish, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like my, 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 um, diplomas like rolled up in my top drawer of my dresser. I'm like, I need to like frame this. I worked hard for this. <laughs> okay. You do. Wait, I'm literally showing you right now. Look at, Oh, dang it. You do frame yours. Yeah. Can you see it? It's like up. Oh my God. Right so there. cute. Okay. You need to go, I know, through, frame. go through frame bridge. Okay. I, I thought I figured you were going to say that. I've heard that, but I want to frame Dylan in mine and put it like in our basement or something like on the wall. I feel like that'd be cute. I know. I know. I want to get Max's frames too. Cause they just have like the fanciest like degree frames. And so at first cute. I thought it was like dumb. Like I had it rolled up under my bed and then I'm like, okay, I need to like put this in a frame, like keep it nice. Like it's going to get all dusty and gross. <laughs> I know it's like I worked hard for this and I paid a lot of money for this. Like I need to I need to display it. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> did Max go to the same college as you or did you guys go to different schools? I don't no. even know. So he went to Brown for his undergrad and did his undergrad there. And then we met at BU, but he just did his master's there. I feel like I'm explaining this horribly. Like I did my undergrad at BU. He did his undergrad at Brown and then, um, he got injured his senior year with hockey. So then had another year of eligibility for hockey came to BU, but like ran out of school to take. So then he just had to get a master's to like keep doing school to play hockey. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Like Dylan's he, like on his like third master's. I'm like, how much more school? Cause no like right way. now he's a GA. So he's still in school technically at Colorado state. So he's like always in school. I'm like watching you do school makes me like sick to my stomach yes. because I like, once I graduate, I was like, I like, I'm someone who I know that I won't go back for my master's just because I just didn't really enjoy, like I enjoyed college, but I didn't enjoy like the studying and all that like I mean I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's people who prefer like it more than others but I just don't ever see myself going back so when I see him like doing his computer work I'm like oh god that looks so bad I know I'm like proud of you that you did your master's I'm sure you never would have done it unless you just had to to keep playing hockey but (laughs) exactly yeah Dylan's still doing it because football I feel like he wouldn't have done it but he's like literally I think he has like two masters already and I'm like how many are you gonna have that is so crazy you're like go for the PhD (laughs) I know interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Zola this could not be a better sponsor for today's pod since we just spoke about Rachel's wedding dress shopping this weekend and we talked later all about Rachel's wedding plans so if you're engaged and not sure how to make your wedding happen I wanted to tell you guys about Zola Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place so it's finding wedding vendors in your area save the dates and invitations free websites registry photographers and more Zola will actually start conversations with any vendor for you and all vendors are pre-screened so you can skip the back and forth with any vendors who aren't right for you and you'll get personalized recommendation based on your style budget etc they have hundreds of beautiful and affordable designs of save the dates and invitations but just in case all purchases actually come with free change of the dates and you'll get a feel for their paper before you purchase with free personalized samples and zola's cards can easily be customized with different paper types foil and more all purchases include free shipping free matching envelopes 
envelopes and free guest addressing, which is huge because writing out all those addresses is so time consuming. Zola also creates a free wedding website, which is the easiest way to share details and updates with your guests about your wedding day. You can host virtual events on your website for free and set it up in minutes. You can actually add a FAQ page as well to answer something like if kids are invited or not, and there's a place to RSVP online, which makes the process so much more seamless. Guests can also shop your registry right on your site, and you can add things on there like gifts, cool experiences, and cash funds all in one place. So the cash funds can be used for anything. If you wanted a puppy, wanted to donate to a charity, or save money for a new home, and you'll have 24-7 access to support and an actual human advisor, which you won't find anywhere else. So if you don't know where to start with planning a wedding, go to Zola.com slash Gretchen today and use promo code SAVE50, that's S-A-V-E-5-0, to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get free personalized paper samples before you purchase. That's Zola.com slash Gretchen and use promo code SAVE50, S-A-V-E-5-0, to get 50% off your save the dates. And now let's get back into the episode. So when did you start your YouTube at UGA? Yes, I started um, halfway through my senior. No, I started the beginning of my senior year because I remember halfway through my senior year, it was like COVID and then I went home. But um, my junior year, I asked for a vlog camera for Christmas because I literally have like grown up watching YouTube. Like I would Mm -hmm. watch like um, Juicy Star of Seven and all Uh that glitters. Like (laughs) I used to watch them when I was little. And then mm-hmm. Lauren Elizabeth, I used to like really love, I still do. I love her stuff, but mm-hmm. she kind of got me started. And then I started watching like Maggie and you and Emma. And like, I really loved, like, I just loved it so much. And I was like, oh my God, I, sh- I spend so much time like thinking about wanting to start it. Like I should just start it. So I asked for a vlog camera for Christmas. And my parents got me the, the G7X or whatever the uh. famous vlog camera is. And so <laughs> It's kind of funny though, because I had the camera and it would just sit on my dresser for like weeks and I would be so like, I want to film a video so bad, but like, I don't know how to go about starting a channel or people are going to make fun of me. Like I was at this big school and I didn't want it to get out and like mm-hmm. be like the top of the party that I'm like a weird YouTube girl or like things like that. Like I definitely let other people's or like thoughts that I thought of other people were going to have of me, like stop me from doing it. And it makes me so mm-hmm. mad now. Cause I feel like if I would have just started, I would have started so much earlier. Yeah. Um, but I finally like got over and I started doing little vlogs and stuff. It definitely helps because a lot of the girls on my dance team were super like supportive of it. Like they wanted to be in them and like helped me mm-hmm. with them. Like I have a really good friend on the team. Um, her name's Madison Romeo. And she would, if you guys follow my channel, you like know her. Everyone's like, when's Romeo going to be back in the vlogs? But she would help me take like all my Instagram photos. Like I really just kind of started like not caring. And I feel like if you're listening and you want to start a channel, it's so hard to be like, don't care what other people think. Like just start one. Cause it's like deep down, you really like still do care. But at the same time, I feel like if you have friends that aren't supportive of it, then they're, they should and like people who are like kind of how treat others, how you want to be treated, like how we were talking about. I feel like if people are going to sit there and like talk about you at a pregame or a party and like play your videos and whatever, which I've heard people do, mm-hmm. it's like they don't have anything else better to do. And they're just talking about you because they're a either jealous of you or two, like just like a mean person that you don't really need to be associating yourself with anyway. So mm-hmm. if you're listening and you want to start a channel, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of YouTubers say this, like just start it and be yourself because that's why at the end of the day, people watch you like, like mine and your content is like very similar. Like we have like kind of similar lives and stuff, but we're also very like, we have our own personalities. So like our channels are different. So it's like mm-hmm. people watch you for certain reasons and people watch me for certain reasons. So 
just like be yourself don't try to be other people and it will like work out but it's sad because I feel like I would have started so much earlier if I wasn't like I'm like super shy and like nervous at first but then when I get to know someone or I feel like we really click I'm like super outgoing and talkative and stuff so Mm. I feel like that is the reason I kind of like held back at first I was like scared to see like the comments I was gonna get or like hate people were gonna say about me but honestly it was like the best decision because now it's like obviously what I do for a living and it's also nice because like you we move a lot so (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know what else I would be doing if I didn't do YouTube so it's been a huge blessing I always tell my dad my dad like jokes around he's like I get some of your profit since I bought you your first camera (laughs) Uh, he's He's like like, obviously joking but it's so funny he's like I have a stake in this company I know I feel like everyone (laughs) says that that they would have started sooner or like that they worried so much about people thought and I did too like I started freaking nine years ago but I was in high school like I was a freshman in high school so of course when you're a freshman in high school you care so much of what everyone thinks of you and you just want to like fit in and be normal in high school and have people like you and not make fun of you and so I remember being so nervous and like I wouldn't tell a soul and if you were my friend you couldn't tell anyone else that I made YouTube videos like it was like such a secret and then probably by like my junior or senior year, everyone's like, we know, like, we know, we watch, know. we get it. Like, it's not but like it's a funny secret. too, because yeah, like some people that you would think would be like, oh, she's weird. Or like, oh my God, I love your videos. Like I watch them. Like yeah. what face product do you recommend? Like stuff like that. And it's like, those are the people who actually are genuinely like kind hearted and like care. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you film yourself, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, we don't need to be friends or you just have a different outlook than I do. Like, it's something I'm super into and it's something that I really love. And so I'm obviously going to like do what makes me happy. And it's nice. Cause like, I'm sure like with, with Max and stuff around, like he's super supportive of it and like, we'll be in the videos. And it's like, I don't think I would be able, like I was with Dylan before I started YouTube and he has always from the day that I got the camera and like put the camera in his face has been so supportive yeah, there's obviously sometimes where he's like, Rachel, I don't want the camera in my face right now. <laughs> sometimes I'll like, just be like, j- joking around and like bothering him with it. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like you have to surround yourself with supportive people. And like, if your family isn't supporting you with it, then maybe like try to reach for like friends or something like that. Because it is it is difficult if you have friends that are like, bashing it or like not supportive, like, especially like a boyfriend or something who's like, no, babe, we're not going to do it. That's super weird. It's like, okay, then he's not going to, he's not supportive and he's not like supporting your goals or dreams or whatever. So it's kind of a good thing to like go for something crazy or different, like YouTube that you want to do because it very quickly shows you who's like a real friend or who's a real supporter, you know? Definitely. And I feel like the younger girls, like I have a few like friends or like Dylan's sister, I remember was going through it. Um, like when you're in high school, like at least I was like this, like I had a big girlfriend group and now I have like four-ish of those friends. And it's like, you really filter through your friends, the chapters that you go on in your life. And it just kind of like each chapter you kind of just filter through. And I, I always say quality over quantity, like with everything in my life, like I'd rather have two amazing friends that I could call like my life dependent on it than 10 friends that are kind of like iffy. So I feel like even like mm-hmm. with like clothes and stuff, I always think of the phrase like quality over quantity when it comes to like friends or if you're like having a hard time, like even if it's not a boy relationship, like friend relationships can sometimes be hard to like navigate and deal with. And it's like every time you go through a new chapter of your life, I feel like you will slowly, it's hard at the time, like you don't see yourself going through the transition, but you will figure it out. Like now I have a handful of friends, like, cause 
I mean, and it's hard too, because I'm like in the middle of planning a wedding. So I had to think about my friends were having a smaller wedding. And I was like, who are my really good, true friends that I know would do anything for me, drop anything for me. And so like, mm-hmm. those are the people that are going to be at our wedding. Cause it's like, you don't want people there that you feel like don't really care for you that are just there. Cause they want to be there. You know, it's like, I, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. We're having, um, a wedding that only has a hundred people, which a hundred still kind of seems like a lot, but it like when you add in all your family and friends, like the number gets big quick. And it, like my side of the family is huge. So we have just like a few select friends coming and we're like so excited because we had our engagement party like a few weekends ago back at home and most mm-hmm. of it was just like our close family and friends. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for the wedding now because it was just so fun to like be able to go around to talk to everyone, know everyone's face. Like it was just so fun. So. Oh, that's so special. I know. I feel like small is the way to go. Yeah. So fun. I feel like, and I, I've been this person that I've been, I mean, if it was, if, if it wasn't for Dylan, I think we would have like gone somewhere, just our immediate family and like gotten married, but Dylan mm-hmm. wanted to have a wedding. And like, I, I feel like I would be sad if I didn't have a wedding, um, like when it came down to it. So we just decided like our thing was like, we want to be able to walk around our wedding and know everyone and like be able to talk to everyone on a personal level and not be like, wait, who is that? Or like, wait, what's your yeah. name? You know, so you don't want to be like, what and what second grade? I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm always curious of like other wives, girlfriends here. I'm sure like Dylan's other like coaching, like people that he coaches mm-hmm. with, like their wives, their girlfriends. I'm always like, what do you guys do? And like, some don't work, some have kids. So they're just like a full-time mom, you know? And then some uh-huh. will be like, oh, I'm like a physical therapist. Cause I can do that anywhere. Like I do nursing. Cause that's obviously you can be a nurse anywhere. Like a lot yeah. of them will have jobs that they can like do anywhere, wherever they move. And then some work remotely. And then I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm always remote no matter what but <laughs> I, I know I like same thing with me when I met a bunch of the wives here a lot of like we did like a big circle it was on Cinco de Mayo and we did a big circle and we all introduced ourselves because it was like the first time a lot of everyone has gotten together like post-COVID because mm-hmm. a lot of people were vaccinated and stuff and so everyone went around and said like their name and what they do and a lot of people I wasn't shocked by it because it's kind of like how it is in the football world but a lot of the moms don't work because they like the football hours are so crazy. So Dylan leaves at like 5am and we'll get home at like 730. And sometimes like I don't like I eat dinner by myself. Like sometimes I don't even see him during the day. Um, right now is like the off season. So it's a little bit more chill. But like during the season, it's like probably kind of crazy. We haven't really like been through a season yet where he's not a player. Um, like he's coaching and the coaching hours are just like crazy. So um, like, obviously, the moms that have kids and stuff have to be home because what like, what are the kids going to do? The dad isn't like home to pick them up from school or whatever but mm-hmm. then some of the moms would be like yeah I do finance through online like I work remote like a lot of people are remote but I don't I like if I remember correctly I don't remember like any of the moms being like yeah I work at this office like Monday through Friday like everyone is basically like either remote or not working so I think yeah. that's just how it is with like the football industry because it's just like so crazy and just like a weird world to be in but I yeah. love it so I'm glad I love it because I feel like if you didn't love it and you're marrying into someone who's getting into the football world, it's like kind of hard. I mean, kind of like with you, like if you were like mm-hmm. so against hockey, it's like it probably wouldn't really work out because it's like I always I always joke around with Dylan. I'm like football is life. Literally, <laughs> and he's hockey like, is life. I'm like, it, I know it's like <laughs> funny, but it's at the same time like so true. So I know it's like everything kind of like 
revolves around it. But I also feel I always have to think of it this way because I feel like whenever I get annoyed or like we said, what people don't see the like other side of it, like you, it's like glamorous and exciting and you can Mm -hmm. move around and live in different fun cities that you never would live in when you're young. And I feel like honestly way more lucky. Like Max's schedule is never like that. He has so much freedom. He's at the rink maybe like for four hours and then he has the rest of the day off. He like plays video games, hangs out, golfs, like, and then the off season, like nothing, like he trains and then that's it. Like he just has to stay in shape or whatever. So it's so nice. Like there's so many positives, but then what you don't see what we were saying is like, you get really lonely as the girlfriend or fiance mm-hmm. or wife tagging along and you can live in a city where you literally don't know a single soul and you're always starting over and like chasing after them. So it gets hard. But what I was going to say is like, I always just go back to like, this is so fun and exciting. And we're so lucky that we have such flexible jobs that we can like support their dreams. And like, obviously if we were in that position, like if you wanted to coach, if I wanted to play hockey, like we would hope that they would do the same for us. Exactly. It's also hard too, though, because like we work basically like, yeah, we have a management, but we're basically just like working for ourselves. So it's not like we go into a job every day and get like that social human interaction, which I know a lot of people aren't getting right now because a lot of people I know are still working from home. But before like normal times, like whatever, it's even if you don't like the people you work with, it's still like human interaction and stuff. Whereas like for us, it's like it's literally us in the camera and then like maybe talking to a few people throughout the day, like whether it's like our management or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so you really are like by yourself. So when they come home, it's like so nice to be like, oh my God, a human, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes Dylan will get home so late and he's like, and I like, what do you want to do? He's like, Rachel, it's like seven. I'm like, but I want to hang out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like I want to do something. I forget who was telling me this, where I heard this recently, but it's so true. Okay. So like literally just what you said, since we're alone all day, work by ourselves, we hang out with our dogs. Like that's about it. I like we'll take my dog out and chat with a neighbor for five minutes. Like that's like the biggest yeah. social thing of the day. So then when the guys get home, it's like, woo, you're home. Let's hang out. Let's like make snow angels and like, like play together. Yeah. But they're like, no, we're tired. Like we just worked all day. Like they have just been so social. They want to like sit there in the quiet. And I'm like, no, I've, I've been in the quiet all day. Like let's hang out. I know. I totally <laughs> so feel it's that. hard. He's probably like, I'm tired. Goodbye. And you're like, can we like go do something fun? (laughs) I know, but he's actually really good with it. I think he, he normally is like strained, like back in Raleigh, he would come home and be like so exhausted because he was a player. So he was like Mm -hmm. going through the workouts and going through the practice. But now that he's on the coaching side, it's nice. And like the weekends, like we go out on hikes and do stuff. Whereas like when he was a player, we used to not do that because he would want to save his energy for like Monday morning practice. But now that he's just like coaching, it's like, he's always like want to go to dinner, things like that. So it actually has been really great. And it's also been good for our relationship, I think, to have moved somewhere where we Mm -hmm. both don't know anyone, because now it like forces us to like, not that we didn't do like everything together to begin with, because we have, I mean, we've been like dating for like forever. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, he really doesn't have like a friend, or he has his work friends, but like, you know, it's different. Most of them are like, years older than him, like we're some of the youngest people here. So Mm -hmm it's like mostly just like us like we walk around downtown on the weekends and stuff whereas like when he was a player it was more like just chill while he was home because he was exhausted from like practice for the week and stuff like that so it's been definitely different seeing him adjust from a player to like actually working okay so I was gonna ask you how you guys met I assumed you guys met like at UGA or like in college at some point but you've been dating for so long 
I know we've been so Christmas this coming up year will be seven years and we've been and that'll be us being engaged for a year Mm. um we met in high school we literally grew up like 10 minutes from each other he he's actually from Florida so he Mm. moved to Georgia when he was like in elementary school I think and then um we went to the same middle school and high school but we always were just like kind of like knew of each other because he's a year younger than me but um then we would start having like parties and stuff in high school and we would be at the same parties and like hanging out the same friend group because he kind of always hung out with the guys in my friend group um and then we just started dating I it was my beginning of senior year and his beginning of junior year so mm-hmm. yeah we, so met, did we a just lot had of each other. like long distance in college and well I guess yes, for like a did. month before you came to Colorado like how were the times of long distance was that hard it was hard um I always get like long distance is one of my like most asked questions. Like I'll get DMS from girls who are going through the same thing, which it is very, very hard. But I also feel like it's only going to work out if you have the right type of, if you're a boy, right type of girlfriend or a guy, right type of, it's just hard because you obviously like on the weekends when you have time off and everyone's like going out to the bars and like going out with their boyfriends and stuff. It's like, well, I'm just going to go out with friends, but you have to think like, going out with friends is still so fun and you're going to have your whole rest of your life with your like person. And like, now I'm so glad that I realized that because in college, like I would die to like go out with all my college friends again, like this coming up weekend or something, but it's just not how it is because obviously I'm across the country from them. But I also think it helps that Dylan was four and I was in a sport. We were also both always so busy. And so that helped because we weren't down each other. Start like, wait, what are you doing tonight? Like, who are you going out with? Like things like that. We never really have ever had trust issues because I've never given him something to worry about. And he's never given me something to worry about. I mean, Dylan is like a very, if you watch like my videos, he's a very like simple, like down to earth person. So he, he was like eat, breathe, sleep football. And when you play like division one sports, it's like, you kind of have to be like that. Like practice and stuff is a lot. So he wouldn't be going out on the weekends because he was like resting his body or the weekends he was playing like he was flying to a game or something like that. So mm-hmm. it just made it easier. Whereas I feel like if people have a lot of free time, that kind of gives the other person or partner like more to worry about. I'm not going to say it was like easy, like smooth sailing. Like there was obviously problems here and there, but I also feel like we weren't down each other's throat, which helped. I feel like if you're texting all day, it's like, it gets kind of annoying because you kind of run out of things to talk about. Cause there's only so many things to talk about when you're not together. So we kind of would just like say good morning to each other over text and then have our day like class, sports, like practice, whatever. And then we would always just like set aside a certain amount of time every night to do like a little FaceTime, like catch up call. And then we would say good night and then move on. But it also always helps. Like my biggest tip I would say, if you're going through long distance is always have a day in mind, like when you're going to see them next, because it helps be able to count down. Like I would always like, even before I left Raleigh or something I would be like okay let's plan the next weekend we'll be together and then I'll be like oh only 21 more days until I see him so it just like helps doing that whereas like if you're like oh god I don't know when I'm going to see you next it makes like saying bye a lot harder so totally you do long distance right like barely everyone gets so oh my god especially my twin sister because her boyfriend lives in Ireland. So if I ever say Max and I were long distance, she's like, oh my God, shut up. No, you weren't like, because <laughs> we were like, he lives like five and a half hours away or whatever. And I was still in Boston, but I would come like all the time. I would come so many weekends because I could. So it was fun. Yeah. But I know that was the best, like having a date to look forward to. We would be like, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to see each other for a month, but it's like 30 days. And like having something to look forward to is so good. Because when you don't know when you're going to see them next, it's just like, 
All right. Hard. See you when I see you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, see it definitely never. helps. But. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I think we were long distance. Like it kind of got broken up because I moved to Raleigh for like a year for school. So Mm -hmm. that wasn't, but like we were a long distance for a year before then. And then when I went to Georgia, we were like another two years. So like total out of like the seven years of us dating, we've been like three years, three and a half ish years of long distance. So. Okay. I'm so impressed. You stayed together from high school, (laughs) college to now, because I feel like no one makes it not to like scare people that are listening, but I feel like very few couples make it from high school all the way through college until after. Like, I feel like so many people, I broke, I had to break up in college. Like everyone does. (laughs) No, I agree. I honestly, like, I'm not going to say I'm surprised because Dylan and me are just so, at least I think are so perfect together. He's very, Mm. our, mine and his relationship reminds me a lot of my parents' relationship. I'm very like high strung and needs things plans like my mom. And then Dylan, even people will come and be like, oh my God, Dylan literally is your dad. Like, they're just so calm, go with the flow. I'm like, Dylan, can you do this? He's like, yep, what, what else do you need? Like, just very like, go with the flow, never like complicated, never like down my throat. I'm never down his throat and it just works. And I honestly have loved living together, um, even in the apartment in Raleigh to now like our house in Colorado. It's been so nice living together before we're married because I, I know a lot of people are against like living together before you're married and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And if that is you, then that's like totally fine. But I personally think it's been great for our relationship I would say like our relationship is like 10 times better before or now than before when we were living not living together because I just feel like I know so much more about him and then when we get married in 11 months whatever um I feel like I'm gonna already like know how it is so it's not gonna be like a shock like you know so I just I don't know I think it's I think it's helpful I think that there's also things where I could be like oh I wish like we would have saved that for after marriage but at the same time I'm like, I feel like I really know him. And I like, we've been living together for like a year and a half now. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna, cause a lot of people like move in and they're like, oh my God, I cannot stand how he lives, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh gosh, like I would hate for that to be how I am. At least I've like scolded into Dylan's head, like pick up your clothes off the bathroom floor. So then when we're Uh married, I don't have to worry about it. I think it's so important to live together before you marry. And I get when people or like if there's like religious reasons or your parents are really against mm-hmm. it or if you're just really traditional and you want to wait till you're married, like I get it. Cool. I think my parents might have waited to move in together till after they were married because that was like how the times were. I know. I feel like it's different now. So important now. And then, yeah, like you need to see how your partner lives because what if you get married and move in together and you're like, yeah, this isn't going to work, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, my parents waited to move in after their wedding because my grandparents, like, like you said, like, I feel like times have changed. Like, that's just what, that's what their rules were. So that's what my parents did. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, Dylan talked to my dad and like had a sit down talk with him before we moved in. And um, it's kind of funny because a lot of people don't know. So we got engaged uh, December of 2020. And Dylan had actually had the ring since like December of 2019. Like he had the ring for like a year and Yay. was just like holding on to it. And so before we moved in together, he like had already had the ring. And so he had talked to my dad about it, like asked for my dad's like approval, permission, all that. So 
my my parents like felt like a calm sense knowing like me moving into a new state and all that like moving in with him knowing that like he wouldn't just randomly break up with me and I'd have to pack up my stuff and leave which is hard I've heard people that happen to people so mm-hmm. it's nice I don't know why he waited so long to ask but he wanted like, like the perfect story. perfect yeah. moment okay so your dad every month was probably like hello like when is this gonna happen <laughs> I know well it was hard because like he kept like having a date and would like tell my family and stuff like when it was going to happen and then it would just keep getting pushed off because like he was going to do it at his spring game and then it got canceled because COVID and then everyone went home and quarantined and then something else happened and then he was going to do it on his senior night but then he didn't want like to be combining two events like he wanted it to just be the senior night or just be the engagement so then finally one day my dad said he might Dylan text my dad on a Sunday night and goes all right I'm doing it tomorrow (laughs) my dad's like finally (laughs) it's just funny Dylan's a very like like he's not a super like planner if he has an idea come to his head he's like all right I'm gonna do it so he just like randomly one night and then he tells me that night he's like Rach we're going to the park um and we're gonna bring Winnie and my friend's coming because he wants to hang out with Winnie and I was like okay like I had no idea and he's like I had to do it that way because I feel like if I would have done it a different way or like had it more planned you would have like totally known because Mm -hmm. it's just funny I was always like down him I'm like when are we going to get engaged? Cause we kind of knew we were going to move. And I was like, I'm not going to move across the country if I'm not engaged. Like that was just like something that I had told him and he like totally knew that. And mm-hmm. so he, he, now he jokes around and he says like, um, every time you asked about the ring, I pushed it back another week. <laughs> like, he, oh my he's goodness. like totally kidding, but I'm like, that's so funny. okay so I was gonna ask too were you like so shocked or obviously now that I know you guys dated for so long you must have like talked about it a lot and known that it was happening we we did talk about it um like we both knew that we wanted to marry each other it was just like a matter of like when he could like get a ring or afford a ring like he was a student athlete so he didn't like have time to like have a job and save up for a ring like the normal situation I guess but he literally was like saved so Um, if you're like a college athlete, you get something called like a stipend. So he would literally save like over half of the stipend for like the past few semesters that he was at school. And then he ended up getting a ring and I didn't really like tell him exactly what type of ring I wanted. I told him that I just wanted a gold band and like a certain cut. And he like picked that all on his own, which I feel like is so special. If you're a girl listening and you want a ring and you're like down your person's throat about like what style and stuff, like yeah it's so nice to get the exact ring you want but I will say it's very like every time I look at my ring I feel so like warm-hearted because it's like so nice knowing that they picked out and it's like what they like because mm-hmm. I, I don't know I just think it's so sweet when like a, like he went into the jeweler shop and like picked it out and like talked about like the clarity and the cut and all that and I think that that's just like sweet that he like went through that to do that he could have easily just like ordered the exact one that I said that I wanted online you know so yeah um but yeah, I was, I was shocked because he did it on a Monday afternoon <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? He's like, I had to do it then because I don't, like you would have expected if it was like a weekend or something, it was like about to be the holidays and he couldn't come home for the holidays because he had a bowl game. So he wanted to do it before the holidays and um, like before it got all crazy and like the move and stuff. So mm-hmm. we literally went to like this park that had a lake and you can like bring the dogs. We brought Winnie and he was like, yeah, let's go to lunch after. So just like wear like something nice for lunch. And I still like still to this day, I'm like, Dylan, what the heck? Like I had greasy hair. Like my hair was like up in a clip. I was wearing leggings, like white sneakers and like a long sleeve. Like it wasn't a t-shirt, but it was more of like a 
it was a t-shirt but like a fancy like free people t-shirt like a basic free people <laughs> top and now I'm like I wish I would have looked cuter but at the same time I'm like it's also cute that he like planned it all out and like thought of like all the details and stuff so it was just mm-hmm. like such a special day and his friend came with us to take the photos um because he was like if I would have hired a photographer you would have definitely have known and I was like yeah you're right <laughs> so 100%. it worked out yeah it was special uh, though okay I love hearing all about it and that's so funny that you just said that because my girlfriend last night was showing me her ring and was saying how it was so special knowing um, sort of like the process that the guy had to like mm-hmm. go through and like that they're so interested in it. Like it makes it that much more special. Yeah, he was like, Rachel, going through like the ring process is so much harder than I thought. And he was like, of course, you had to pick like the most difficult cut of diamond to find. Like I didn't know, but like an emerald cut is like super hard to find. They're like more rare. Um, so he was like, it took me forever to even find like the shape you wanted. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know. (laughs) He's like, I had to freaking track it down. (laughs) I know. Okay. So were you class of 2020 at UGA? Uh, yes. I graduated a year late just because I transferred so many times that I was just like, you know, sometimes credits don't transfer and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up being a year late, but honestly, I'm, I'm glad it worked out how it did because again, everything just kind of like lines up perfectly. Cause then Dylan was done with his lease that he was with, with his buddies. So then it worked out perfect for us, to like both move in with each other and all that. So it worked mm-hmm. out good. I know that was a tough year. Like most of my friends were a year younger and I feel like that was such a tough year to graduate. Obviously class of 2021 Mm -hmm. too with COVID. I'm like, I'm so lucky. I was 2019 and it was right before everything happened. I know. Because they like didn't get their graduation. Yours was probably like over Zoom. Like it's so sad. Yeah. So my, my graduation experience was like pretty bad. And I, I was telling Dylan this past weekend, Georgia's graduation was for class of 2021. And they like got to like sit on the field and do the fireworks and all that, that like everyone looks forward to at UGA. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was telling Dylan, like I was, I follow some people who graduated this year and I was so excited and happy for them. But I was like, a part of me feels sad looking at this because I didn't get to experience, like, I didn't even get a cap and gown. I didn't do graduation announcements. Like I didn't do anything like that. Like I didn't even have a graduation party because it was just like such weird times. Georgia ended up pushing the graduation. And then I didn't know this, but you had to like request a ticket. Like I thought if you were a graduate, you got to just like go, but you had to request a ticket. So I didn't even know that. So then it was time for the graduation. And I like called just to make sure everything was good. And they were like, you don't even have a ticket. Like you can't come. So I literally couldn't even go to my own graduation. I'm like, first off, I think that's kind of messed up. Like they should have yeah. let, like we have a huge stadium. They could have social distanced us more, but like, I, I get it. But at the same time, it's mm. just like, I did not get to do Ugh. any of the graduation stuff. So it just sucks. So also kind of like, ugh, like I would I be so I salty if that. I were you. <laughs> yeah. Salty. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, dang it. Like I didn't, like I didn't even get to take graduation pictures. And then at Georgia, there's mm-hmm. a thing called the arch and you're not supposed to walk under it until you graduate. So, like, I still haven't even been back to Athens to like walk under the arch. I'm like, I've been graduated <sighs> for a year and I haven't even got to like do any of that. I'm like, I need to go visit. It's like your whole college life at UGA just kind of got like cut off and it's like surprise. I know. You don't even get like a closure. Goodbye. That reminds me because Danielle's graduating right now. And I just saw on her Instagram, yes. her walking under the arch. You're probably like, gosh, I, I want to go under that arch. I've been seeing her stuff. I'm like, it's so fun. Cause I bet she's so excited. And I'm like, so happy for Brett. When I saw her walking under the arch, I'm like, I have to book a ticket to Athens. I need to walk under the arch. And it sounds so mm-hmm. dumb, but it's like, if you're in college, you know, like it's literally like blood, sweat and tears in college when you're like mm-hmm. finally getting to the end. It's like, 
you work so hard, like the grades, the money, just like everything. And then it's like, I kind of just kind of got gypped at the end, but you know what? Like there's, there could have been a lot worse things happening. Like I, I'm still thankful that I one got to go to college and like graduate college and stuff and Mm -hmm. have the parents. And like, I was at, I was in Florida the day that my graduation was supposed to happen. So my parents had like a little thing for me and stuff like that. And we like went on the beach and stuff, but still it was just it's just like weird because I haven't been back there since I left and like packed up my stuff from COVID and it's just like I need to go back and like go to a game or something this season just to like have a little Mm -hmm. bit of closure you know okay (laughs) you and your friends need to go back and get all your grad photos and go under the arch and like I know I I need to okay so that reminds me so you were a year behind Brooke did you know Brooke and Danielle yes I did I knew well Brooke and I were in the same sorority for a year So I was in Brooke's sorority, but I like joined late and like, you know, did the dance and all that. So I was always missing the events and stuff. But yeah, Brooke, Brooke lived with my like, I don't know if you know, like Maddie and Mariah that Brooke would always mm-hmm. talk about. Maddie, Maddie Lupo is like one of my really good friends from high school. Like really? we were in the same high school friend group. So yeah, we like hung out and stuff in high school and stuff. But Danielle was always like younger than me. So I didn't really like personally know her, but like yeah. I would see her out and like say hi and stuff. But uh-huh. I, I honestly love watching Danielle's videos to see like the college stuff because I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss Athens so much. And when you she feel like, like you're back. I know I always wondered, I'm like, oh my gosh, if you're at UGA, like I wonder if you ran into Brooke and Danielle, like you must have met them at some point. I mm-hmm. always wondered. I'm actually Brooke's age, but I'm a year I, I graduated a year behind her just because like transferring and stuff. So if I wouldn't have transferred, we probably would have graduated the same year. So like obviously moving in together, you talked about like how good that was for your relationship. Like I feel like a lot of people struggle mm-hmm. with that, but you were like, okay, this has made our relationship even better and probably feels like that much closer to like how it's going to be yeah. when you're married and everything. And so moving to Colorado, like talk about how moving there has been. Oh my like, gosh, crazy. Meeting people. I'm sure your life is, I'm sure just everything is different than Raleigh. Yeah, it, it is definitely a lot different just because I've always lived in the South. And I feel like if you live in the South, you know, like the Southern feel and like all the homes and stuff, like how they look in here, it's just very different. Um, but I, I'm glad that we got to do this and experience it. Um, mm-hmm. If you like, don't keep up with my vlogs and stuff, like we moved to Colorado because Dylan accepted a, a coaching position at Colorado State so we had to pack up and move all of our stuff Dylan left before me and his parents came helped me pack up our apartment in Raleigh and then my mom and sister and husband came and we drove a U-Haul 24 hours across the country and then my mom and I were in my car and now we're here it's so funny because I was literally having to find somewhere to live on Zillow And I was so stressed because I'm someone who likes to see what the place looks like before I like obviously sign a lease. And Mm -hmm. so we knew we wanted to lease a home instead of an apartment because we just wanted to have a garage because obviously the cold weather, like I didn't want my car just like always in the snow. And then we wanted a backyard for Winnie, um, our dog to like run around and stuff because of the apartment. It just like, we felt like we were having her cooped up. Mm -hmm. And so every time I would apply for a home, I don't know what it is with the living. Uh, So we live in Fort Collins. It's like 40 minutes from Denver. Um, the housing here, the market, I guess, is just so hot. And every single time I would apply to get a home, which I also was nervous about because I hadn't even seen it in person, it would be gone like that. So I literally applied for like five or six homes before we like could even get our hands on one. But I'm like so happy with how everything worked out. Dylan ended up getting here before me because he had to be here super quick for work. Um, and he like came and like FaceTimed me and brought me around the home. And I was like, okay, 
like it looks decent so Mm -hmm. um and then I got here and now we've been here since I've been kind of traveling a lot just like we have a lot going on with like wedding and my sister's pregnant and Mm -hmm. all of that so I've been kind of back and forth but we finally feel like we have everything like unpacked and kind of getting used to it like we have a few of our the only thing that I don't like is I never feel at home if I have to get into my car and put on my maps like where to go like I feel like Mm -hmm. still here I don't know like the direction of everything quite yet but I'm starting to learn like I have a workout class I love like I know like of a few coffee shops like I know how to get to the grocery store like all of that stuff which is helpful but like you know like when you move to somewhere new it's like kind of nerve-wracking because you're like oh my god I don't even know where it sounds like not a problem but like it isn't a problem it's like but I don't even know where to get my nails done I don't even know where to get my hair done like you have to find all those new places and it kind of just feels like I feel like I'm on vacation sometimes and then I wake up and I'm like wait this is where we live so yeah um, it's fun like obviously we're I know we won't be here forever like that's just how it goes with football um we might be here for a year we might be here for two years five years who knows but um it's been fun and it's been nice like meeting other wives and seeing Dylan like in the work side of football instead of the playing side like it we feel like more grown up and especially like with having a house and stuff like I'm like okay I feel like an adult now so that's Mm -hmm. nice but it's definitely different um everything here is more expensive I would say than the south really (laughs) so that kind of sucks yeah like the market and the housing because we kind of looked at into buying a home just for like investment or like whatever even if we did move and the housing market here I don't know if it's just because it's like hot right now but it's just like crazy compared to the South, but mm-hmm. we're just renting, which is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are, do you feel like people are different in Fort Collins versus just in the South in general? Honestly, I feel like people here are super nice. Like everywhere we oh, go, good. everyone is very like talkative. Like even when I go to Trader Joe's, like the Trader Joe's person checking me out, will have a full on conversation with me. And they're just like, so polite and nice which is weird because we come from the South where like Southern charm is like supposed to be a thing. But honestly, I feel like people here, I don't know if it's more because it's like an outdoorsy place and like more people run into each other, but like we'll literally walk past someone. They'll be like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, how's your day? Like, we don't even know who they are. Whereas I feel like, especially in Raleigh, people weren't super friendly in Raleigh. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe we were just like not going around the right people or whatnot. Like I'm (laughs) sure there are obviously friendly people, but here it's Mm -hmm. been really nice. And one thing I do like about here is a lot of people do a lot of things outdoors. So everything is like mostly outdoors, which is super fun. There's always like something to do. Like we literally live right by the mountains and a ton of hiking trails and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's nice. And then it's a very like dog friendly town. So we bring Winnie with us oh, places. Good. Like, so that's nice. Whereas like in Raleigh, we are more like in the city and Fort Collins mm-hmm. is more, they have, they have a town it's called old town, but it feels, it honestly feels like a bigger version of Athens, Georgia, where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. It feels a little more homey, whereas Raleigh was more of like a downtown living, which I grew up in the suburbs. Like my high school was literally in the cow pasture. So I love like living like not in the country, but like on the outskirts of the city. Like I don't think I'll ever be like a downtown living girl, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like you probably are, right? Because you like lived right in Boston. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Do you like miss that? Yeah, I was like so city for so long and we totally like live in New York City and everything like that. So coming mm-hmm. here, it was like, oh my gosh, change of pace because so I grew up in the suburbs too. But this is like, yeah, this is pr- pretty similar to where I grew up. It feels like very rural around here in some spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh my God, it's so quiet. Like I can just relax. It's been yeah. really nice though. It's been a really good change because- living in a city I felt so pressured like I had to be 
making use of it every day and like being so productive and like going to do something and like you can walk everywhere like I always felt like I had to be doing something I always said like I didn't sit in my apartment in Boston like I wouldn't sit down like I had to like be doing something and here I'm like oh my gosh I can like relax or hang out like everyone's just so much more chill so that's probably so nice though like it's obviously you have to get adjusted to it but that's nice like here what I really love about here is like it's like that and I feel super relaxed but also if I need to like go anywhere I feel like we have a ton of stuff around like I have like a Lululemon I have like a smoothie place I have like the downtown little area we have restaurants like it's not like we have to drive 40 minutes to Denver just to do anything like Fort Mm -hmm. Collins is honestly such a cute little town and um, right before we moved here my mom actually sent me an article saying that Fort Collins is like one of the top places that younger people were moving to so that like kind of got me excited and then when I got here I was like I could totally see why like there's like the outdoors life but then there's also like the little city and Mm -hmm. there's just like a lot to do honestly um it kind of feels like I wouldn't say it feels like home like back in Georgia because I feel like nothing will ever feel like home because Dylan and I are just like so into our hometown like we both just like love it so much um I feel like Mm -hmm. one day like once he retires or whatever we might like honestly move back there just because his parents live in a home there and they'll probably never move out of Dallas um Dallas Georgia is like the town we're from um mm-hmm. and then my parents live in Florida which is like a six-hour drive we'd be close to like both families and then like my oldest sister who's pregnant with her husband they just built a house in Dallas so mm-hmm. um it's like that's just like where all of our family is like we're literally the only people out here which is fine like it's a huge growing experience for both of us which I think is amazing for both of us and I feel like not everyone has the opportunity to do that like just kind of like with you guys like your friends are probably like oh like a lot of my hometown friends are like oh my god I can't believe you live in Colorado and it's like I know I can't either because like not the average person just picks up and moves 25 mm-hmm. hours across the country so it's been nice but I definitely would say like I don't see us doing this like forever but yeah. it's been it's been fun so far at least I know I know I feel like all the friends are like we can't believe you're living in like a place that's so random to them like why like like why never, live like there? you normally wouldn't ever live there but yeah. yeah it's so nice to like be young and be able to live wherever and like have all these experiences and I know I feel like at the mm-hmm. end of the day I'm grateful for it I know and I think like I'm also grateful because if we like say you wanted to go like like an LA trip or something say you really want to go to California like you don't have to like ask off of work like you work for yourself so you can just like work while you're there so that's like I'm super thankful and blessed for that because I think like I just booked a flight home to Georgia because my sister's having a gender reveal like I wouldn't be able to just like do that if I Mm -hmm. did have like a normal job so it makes the moving around a lot like a little bit more bearable because you know you can just like buy a flight or like drive to go see your family instead of you being like oh no like I don't have any more vacation days for work like I can't come home you know Mm -hmm. so that just that's like a little bit more what makes you feel good (laughs) yeah I know and I feel like living wherever like being far from friends and family I've just realized how it's kind of like when you're long distance in a relationship like you have like long distance friendships or long distance relationships mm-hmm. with your family and so like FaceTime is my best friend like I'm just always on oh FaceTime my gosh I know I like up. FaceTime my friends and that helps like I'm sure you do too so that's mm-hmm. nice 
Okay. So I was going to ask, so you are renting your house. Cause I was going to say, is it like really hectic? Like it is for us, which I know it is. And you were yes. like, Oh, like I want to buy, but then like, you don't know if you'll be there. So then it's like, okay, you have it. Maybe you like rent it out to someone else. Cause you're not there. And it's just like mayhem. Yeah. It's definitely hard because like renting is such a great option. Like I'm so glad that that's, that's even a thing, but when you're looking at like homes and stuff, instead of renting apartments, renting a home, like it's, you kind of feel like every month that I pay the rent, I feel like I'm just throwing money out the window. Cause it's like, I could just be paying the mortgage and it actually be our place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just also hard. Cause we don't even know, like we could be here for not even a year. So it's hard because, you know, like you don't want to buy a home and then have this mortgage and then move and then not be able to afford another home because you can't find a renter. Like it's just kind of hard. But if we do stay here, we have talked about like buying a home um, just because we realized how like hot the market is with like renters and stuff. Like it's really hard to find like rental homes here because I don't know if everyone's just like moving here. If it's like, there's not a ton of rental places. I don't really know, but we've like thought about buying a home if we stay here for longer than a year but then I'm also like but what if we're only there for one more year like you never really know so it's hard but it's also like I've talked to a lot of other like coaching wives and stuff and they do have like homes in all the places they've lived and they just use them for like investment renting like all that kind of stuff which totally makes sense like I know like real estate is such like a popular thing these days like a lot of people do that but mm-hmm. it's hard because obviously we're young and we can't afford like four different homes in different states like mm-hmm. that's just like the realistic side of it and obviously like like I said like Fort Collins is a very expensive place to live so the homes are a lot smaller like I'm used to I like saw what our home sold for on Zillow and then I was like oh my god if I were to buy a home like that in Georgia it would be like triple the size So I guess it's just because we're like near the mountains or it's just like a hot place to live right now. I don't really know, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's try to shoot for something that's a little more affordable. (laughs) Like let's go to a state where it's more affordable to live, but it's fun. I feel like we're in similar situations, like hearing all the um, wives and girlfriends be like, oh yeah, we have like this home and you just run it out, whatever, like you figure it out. We're both like, okay, we're like 23, 24, like, whoa, this is like a lot of responsibility to like, I'll figure out at once, you know? I'm like, okay, but you're 35. And so that's like literally 10 years, over 10 years older than me. I'm like, obviously you have more time to save and buy. And like, obviously the older you get, the more like experience and knowledge you get about that kind of stuff. And like Dylan and I are super new, like, thank God we have like my sister's husband's really great at advice with that. And then like my dad and Dylan's dad, like it's nice to have them to like ask because I like never do anything without calling my dad or mom. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to apply for this house. Wait, let me call my dad to see what he thinks about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I just always have to have their advice, like whether it's Dylan's parents or mine, because I'm someone who I'm not very good at. I'm good at like making a decision when it comes down to it. But at the same time, like I'm such a people pleaser that I want like someone else's advice on it. Like, I want to be like, wait, but do you like this? yeah so you want them to be like okay that's a good idea Mm -hmm. exactly and so my dad's like yeah an investment property would be great here but at the same time like Dylan's 23 and I'm 23 and we just both got out of school and like are just starting like our careers and stuff so it's like we don't have just like all this money obviously sitting aside to like buy a home in Fort Collins and then a home in the next place we're at so it's yeah it's hard but renting is also like a lot like a lot of you who are listening who rent apartments and stuff it's like every time it comes to like the first of the month, I'm like, dang it. I'm like, I wish we were just like paying our mortgage off or something like that. Yeah. 
I know we're like in the same spot and I'm like, Oh, bye. And then I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for this like huge responsibility. I don't even know what I can afford. We're just going to keep running and I'll like deal with the decision later. Cause I, don't I know, I know. <laughs> I was talking to a lot of the moms and they were like, all the stuff that goes into buying a home is so confusing. They're like the paperwork and all that. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't even imagine. Like oh. this is my first year doing my taxes on my own. And I like <laughs> have so much help. Like I had like an accountant and like my tax person do it for me because I was like, there's no way I could just like do this by myself. So, I mean, but that's why there's jobs like that just to help people like us, I guess. I know. I know. It's crazy. We're becoming adults. (laughs) I know. I'm like, oh my God, I turned 24 in four days and then I'm going to be 25 and then I'm halfway through my 20s. (laughs) 24 feels really old. Well, I feel like it just sounds way older than like 22 or 23. Like, I feel so I know, old. I agree. But then I feel like when you hit, say 25, it's like, okay, she's getting up there. I know. Max is 26. <laughs> and like I, always, I always tell Max that he's on the wrong side of 25 and I'm on the right side of 25. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Dylan's always like, Rachel, you're almost halfway to 50. I'm like, can you stop? <laughs> oh. oh my God. Because like, he's okay. younger than me, so he always makes fun of me, but... You're like, we're not thinking like that. (laughs) Last thing, I wanted to save this for the end. I hope we don't like cry or anything. But I realized something very similar that you and I both have. We both have handwriting tattoos on our right wrist. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? And they're both people that were really my dad who they're both people that are so close to us that passed away because I know yours was your childhood friend. Isn't Mm -hmm. that crazy? That is crazy. I wish I, I didn't know that that was your dad's handwriting. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even know you had that tattoo. I was looking at it now that we're on Zoom. I love that. Is that I your was only- telling Max. No, so I have another one for him too. I was literally telling Max before we recorded, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to bring up that we both have like on our right wrist, like handwriting tattoos. Aww. And we were like saying that we forget that I have tattoos because I feel like you mm-hmm. probably even do with yours too. Like I know yours is like longer, oh, yeah. but since they're just like small and like words. And then I have one, I literally will show you. <laughs> It's on my ankle. And it oh, says I love one, four, that. Three. So they're just like tiny little ones, like of his handwriting. Um, Cause he'd uh-huh. always say one, four, three, which is like, I love you. And then he would always write me little notes. And so I took one of the XOs from his note and like put it I on my wrist. I love that so much. Yeah. Mine, mine's on the outside. So I never like see it, but then when I'm like editing vlogs and stuff, I'll see and I'll be like, Oh, I love that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, mine's from my childhood best friends who passed away from cancer. Um, I got it when I was in when I was going to NC State I came home for like spring break I think and she came over and I was like I really just liked the words like give me courage because she was always like so strong and going through a lot and just like really inspired me so I wanted her to write it so my sister actually has the same tattoo on her foot um and she went with us to the tattoo shop but I also have I don't know if you know I have one on the back of my neck I don't know if I knew that I have seen that I've totally seen that and that one's for my brother. So Danny, he has Down syndrome and that's like for, um, it's called the lucky few. So it's like people are like people who know of Danny or people who have like Down syndrome kids or siblings, like a lot of the times they'll get them. And it just means like we, we're some of the lucky few that get to know like people that are so like special. So oh my God, I know my whole, my whole family has that one. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't talk about Danny this whole podcast episode because he is like my favorite oh, part of crazy. your channel or the TikToks. <laughs> I like die laughing. Okay, you have to go. Like, he, have you seen his his TikTok though? Like, he has his own TikTok. I feel like I've seen I'll some if you posted the them. Hang up. Okay. 
Yeah, they're so funny. I'm like, what the heck made him like know how? Like sometimes he'll make stuff and like post stuff. Like he'll Snapchat me, and I'm like, wait, I didn't even know he knew how to do that. Like some of the TikToks he made, I'm like, how did you even know how to like set that up? I'm like, I don't even really know how to use TikTok. You're like, please teach me. I'm like, you're so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> Everyone's always like, whenever they see that I'm going home to Florida, they're like, yes, that means Danny's in the vlogs. Like people love Danny. I'm like, yeah. if he knew how to, if I had time and could like help him and we like lived under the same roof or whatever I would like so start him a channel because <laughs> everyone's like I, I kind of want to do like a day in the life of Danny oh my you gosh I need to do I know next time I go it. home I'm going to so fun so funny I know I feel like you touched on your family a bit but um I had in there somewhere like were your well I know they were because you said they were but your family was like always supportive of you starting YouTube and obviously I know they helped you move mm-hmm. like you're so close to them that's so special yeah we're like super close like I feel like we're closer than the average families because I feel like some people will like come into our family and be like dang like you guys do like everything together share everything so I have two mm-hmm. older sisters and then Danny's a year younger than me and mm-hmm. my two sisters and I like we talk we have like a group message and we talk all the time um I will say though, like growing up, all we did was fight. Like, I think that was just like <laughs> us going through it. And now I'm like, so thankful that I have sisters. I'm like, they're like literally built in best friends. And then my mom is literally like an older version of me. Everyone's like, you're literally a mini Linda, which is my mom's name. And then my dad is just so chill. So we do everything together. Um, yeah, they're like the best people. And then I also love because it's like, to me, it's super important to like marry into a family that you also love. So like Dylan's family is just as amazing like his mom I love her to death and then he has a sister who actually goes to UGA right now and then he has Mm -hmm. two brothers so we literally have like the same size family but it's just switched so there's three Mm -hmm. girls one boy on my side and then three boys one girl on his side so it's so fun when we all get together that's so So, fun super fun okay I should have warned the listeners that well your dog's being quiet but my dog isn't so they can probably hear Brody like running around like pulling his bed around (laughs) that is so funny yeah when he's like passed out on the bed beside me I like selfishly loved getting to hear more about you and like learning things that I think you know I always say I love bringing guests on the pod that like I just want to chit chat with and get to know more (laughs) I know that's so fun I know I feel like I it's so funny because social media is so weird because it's like I feel like I know you but like we've never met and now I feel like I like really know you because we've been talking but it's Mm -hmm. funny I hope that we get to like do a trip or something and all of us like get together because honestly like since I've signed with um, management like I haven't got like face-to-face meet anyone yet so hopefully soon we can all do that. That's so crazy. Well thank you so much for coming on this was so good. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing more about Rachel, especially if they watch your YouTube or Instagram and like, didn't know some of that. I'm sure they feel like they got to know you even more. And again, her YouTube is just Rachel Ratke. Instagram is Rach Ratke. If you want to check out her platforms. Oh, you have TikTok too. You need to teach me TikTok because I don't know TikTok. Oh my God. I just started and I feel so bad at it because I feel (laughs) like TikTok is like all these younger people and they're so good. And then I feel like I'm on there like, I don't do any of the dances and stuff because I just, and it's so funny because I grew up dancing. So I like, you would think I'd be like into the dance TikTok. So I'm like, I feel so weird just like recording myself, but I'm like, it's no different than holding like a vlog camera. So yeah, I don't know. I've, I've gotten better. It, it'd be fun to like go on a trip and just make a ton of TikToks. Like, um, I don't know if you know, Caitlin Nolan, she's like oh. super into TikTok. She's with our management. I'm actually going to LA okay. with her like June. 
Um, okay. But yeah, she's like, she like her most of her following is on TikTok, and she's really? like so good at it. I'm like, you need to teach me how to like. Yeah, make I need all these to TikToks learn. I feel like we're like almost too old for not like too old for TikTok, but I just feel like the younger generations were more like exactly all the 15 year olds like get it and like know how to do it. I feel like I don't really know how to do it. And then there's like some like trends and stuff that go around, and I'm like, wait, I don't get it. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? And so <laughs> I'll like. Sometimes I'll make TikToks, but it's so weird because if you if you make TikTok is such a fast growing platform. Like mm-hmm. I made a few TikToks and a few of them blew up, and like the amount of like following you get from it is just crazy. Like it's it's honestly so crazy how many people are on that app. Like mm-hmm. it's it's insane. I know. So. I just want to do it because I feel like they're so fun. Like obviously short little fun videos. Yeah. And it's just like a fun like another way to connect with you. Like that's why I do this podcast. You know, it's like you a fun other start, way like, to connect. You should start with like doing some with like Brody or you could mm-hmm. do like like mini it's hard because like I feel like you vlog almost every single day of your life too which I do so it's hard yeah. to like like I love like the little days in my life TikToks but it's mm-hmm. hard because if you're showing everything on your channel it's like you feel like you're being repetitive so that's kind of hard but like if you're not vlogging that day or like doing something you could do like little TikTok there's like a little app that I use like I don't edit my TikToks on TikTok because it's a little bit too confusing so I use mm-hmm. um it's called Splice and you just like take clips and you can put them all together and then you just like upload it to TikTok and add music. Okay, so I'm learning. That's what I, I do. Down. <laughs> I need to like, I need to do TikTok. I need to do it. <laughs> Start with like doing little vlogs or like little like talking ones or like even like if you like go to the store and buy like three things, it's not like enough for like a haul. You could do like a little mini TikTok haul. Like I feel like you yeah. like that kind of stuff. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you see Brody literally going insane back here? That's going to be so loud on the podcast. <laughs> He's like having the time of his life in that room. He's like, mom, you've been on there too long. I know. He's like, come play with me. But yeah, so they can find you on TikTok too. Don't look at my TikToks. Watch hers. I have like two. I don't even know. (laughs) Let me see what my TikTok name even is. I don't even know. Let's see. I'm like, okay. It's, it's the same as my Instagram. It's just Rach Ratke. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and yeah i'll catch you in my next episode bye yay (laughs) bye